0: Welcome back to the Tape Store, everyone. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. We were made in the 80s. And played in the 90s. And we are back to continue our two-parter. How's that? He said it. Yeah. Two-parter. Of Galaxy Quest. And we're excited to be back. Sadly, to say farewell, at least for a time. Yes. We never know when we might decide we want to come back and talk about, uh, you know, another film again. Exactly. But it has been fun being in the Galaxy Quest frame of mind and, the you know, train of thought. Uh, for the past week and, and 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 for for this coming up week at yes least.
1: and we didn't realize how many of you actually also love galaxy quest yeah because every time we post on instagram we're just met with like oh my god it's my favorite movie and that makes us happy because it's definitely in the guild of familiarity
0: yes as we've those of about. you who know yeah if you've been that. listening then you know about the guild of familiarity and and from the guild of familiarity for me and Brooke are films that we can watch anytime all the time as you know and I, I don't Not every movie applies to that, you know, because there's some movies I can only watch once. Right. There's some movies I can only watch every now and then.
1: But one thing I think that's central to the idea of a good of the of the Guild of Familiarity is it has to be a good ensemble movie. I think I've noticed. All of our movies. I think I was like today years old when I realized that like all of our Guild, you know, Mm -hmm. movies are all strong ensemble pieces.
0: Yeah. We might need to do a show just on the Guild and talk about that. I think that's accurate. Yeah. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll bookmark that.
1: We are the only hashtag using Guild of Familiarity, so yes, that's a big deal. I think
0: our buddy JD talked about using he it.
1: He did. Yes, he he tweeted about he it. like yeah, he was like oh this is an awesome concept, which yeah. was was cool that anyone else actually thought it was cool.
0: So shout out to JD. Yes. We appreciate you. We love you, man. Yeah, we love that you enjoy our little podcast, and we hope not just you know not just JD but other people out there feel the same way. But JD's really vocal, so. He's so vocal. I just want to mention him on the show. Yes, how much we appreciate him and and just the support. You know, we're having a good time, but to know that there are other really cool folks that are uh, along for the ride with us, it's just really neat. Yeah. So we talked about Galaxy Quest up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. There's so much that we enjoy. We didn't want to, you know, we didn't want to pack pack all that into one show and feel like we we'd have to glaze over stuff we'd really like to spend time on. But we right. do we do want to yeah. recap really briefly, just kind of. Very Remind brief. you where we are. Yeah, so Galaxy Quest is about a TV show. Uh, it, which is very much like like a Star Trek TV show.
1: Oh yeah, it, in some ways it it directly is parallel yeah. to those characters. It's a
0: it's a comedic sci fi movie about a show. Yeah, and in this movie, the show kind of and and the characters on the show. So it's a fictional show. Mm-hmm. But, how it transcends into reality in a very funny, outrageous way. But what's great about this movie. And I think, I think why galaxy quest is so good is because it is hilarious. Right. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, it has these moments, these notes of seriousness and being heartfelt. And we touched on that a little bit, but we're really going to get into that this week. Yeah. So let's, let's take a quick recap. So we met the characters again. It's a movie about a show Uh, again, like a sci-fi show much like a Star Trek and our main cast our wonderful ensemble all plays characters in this show right so we have Jason Nesmith that's Tim Allen who plays Commander Peter Quincy Taggart he's like the Captain Kirk we have Gwen DeMarco played by Sigourney Weaver and she plays Lieutenant Tawny Madison right the ship's communication officer, she's like our... She's like
1: Uhura, because, uh, I mean, it yeah. wasn't her also communications. She was the communications
0: yeah. officer. Uh, I think it was a communications and, like, languages. Languages, yeah. yeah. Alexander Dane is played by the wonderful Alan Rickman, who we will... Bless him. Yeah, we'll, we won't we won't gush about him no. this week. We May did his last memory week. be a blessing. Yeah, but thank God he was very active in the 80s and 90s, so w- we certainly haven't seen the last of Mr. Rickman in oh, no. other films we want to cover. <laughs> he plays Dr. Lazarus. Who is like the Mister Spock? Yeah, for uh, sure. The film, this uh, alien alien race, not Vulcan, of course. He's Maktar. But, but it
1: has that that same kind of code
0: and yeah, and, because Spock lived by the the Vulcan way, yeah, and always sought <clears throat> to understand humanity. Um, but with and with Lazarus, he he had this. He was a Maktar, and 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 he did a great job of even though we don't see we only see a little bit of the actual show. Yeah, but the way he's portrayed and the way he carries himself and the way other people react to him is he has this this um, way of life he subscribes to. Right. He's and,
1: a he's like just a plane higher, like yeah, spiritually, emotionally, whatever right. than everybody else.
0: We have Tommy Weber played by actor Daryl Mitchell, <laughs> and he just play he plays <laughs> his name is Lieutenant Laredo. Young Laredo. Yeah, he's the ship's <laughs> pilot, and, and in the show he was a boy. But of course, the film takes place there's 18 years after the show, so he's grown now. Yeah. So, but everybody remembers him as young Laredo. Yeah. <laughs> and we have Fred Kwan, played by Tony Shaloub.
1: who, if you have noticed, is not Asian.
0: No, and he mentions that. He says, yeah. My, my last, name, he's like, my name's not even really Kwan, like, which to <laughs>
1: me is actually really smart because. They purposely name him as Fred Kwan, and on the show, he's Tech Sergeant Chen.
0: Yeah, he's Tech Sergeant Chen, the but, ship's engineer.
1: Yeah, but but in the movie, they point out the fact, like, yeah. I'm not even a like, I don't know. To me, that's it's very yeah. it's it's very smart.
0: Yeah, because and, we're all and, like, and, what is your deal, man? And in the film, <laughs> he plays a really eccentric guy, right? And there's really no explanation for why he's so eccentric, which is great,
1: right? Because we because I think you pointed out but on uh, last week's episode, he he's never really bothered.
0: By anything. Because, of course, one of the things we talked about last week is that, obviously, the majority of the film does not take place on Earth. No. You know, this cast finds out that uh, that there are aliens, and and, and and they inadvertently get caught up in this right. intergalactic struggle. And, and we're going to talk this week why they were chosen to get pulled into right. it. Right. Which is funny. Um, and, but a very important part of the film, of course. Uh, so, yeah, and also in the cast, we have um, Guy Fleegman, play, oh, yes. played by the outrageously hilarious Sam Rockwell, who played a red shirt, mm-hmm. which is, he played one of those guys that got killed off, like, on, a, on an like away mission. yeah. Yeah, but he's still living off that, the glory of his... Episode 81. Yeah, episode 81. But here's the thing. The, the first part of the film, we meet the cast, and they're all just over it. Right. You know, everything's just kind of, they're going through the motions, they're coming to these conventions, they're they are making, you know, public appearances, and they're just like, oh, God, I'm sick of being known as being a part of this short-lived sci-fi TV series. Right. You know, and, and the only person out of the cast that seems to really be enjoying it is Jason Nesmith, Tim Allen. Right. And that's because he's the most celebrated member of the cast right. as being, he's the commander, the leader.
1: Right, and he's kind of high on that.
0: And he's high on that. It's not that Jason is just this arrogant jerk. He's actually really great with the fans.
1: Yeah. I mean, he is arrogant,
0: for sure. He is. But uh, but the the people that really see, unfortunately, his arrogance are his cast members yeah, that are kind friends. of in his shadow. Yeah. Up. So we're get we, we we're introduced to that dynamic. And what happened, of course, Jason has his own moment of his, his little bubbles bursted yeah. when he's indirectly insulted. He's in the bathroom and he hears two guys that don't know he's there really rip him in the cast in the mm-hmm. show. And that really breaks him. And, and, and he really goes in, goes down into this, you know, really bad place. Yeah. But it's very brief because he's pulled out of it. Um, you know, he's not really able to process that because that's when he meets a very strange group of people <laughs> that we think are just these super fans. Right. But they're not. They introduce themselves as... I mean,
1: they are fans. They are definitely <laughs> fans. But. Yeah, thank you for... Yeah,
0: good point. But not... Not your, definitely not your average ones. The Thermians are an alien race, and we meet, initially, four of them. Mathazar, played by Enrico Colantoni. Laliari, played by Missy Pyle. Teb, played by Jed Reese. And Lank, played by Rain, Dwight Schrute Wilson.
1: Yes. Baby Dwight.
0: Right. So, they give Jason the story. Now, what Jason thinks they're meeting him for is about an acting gig was right. like, oh, yeah, this is about some gig, right, that I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to make this appearance and kind of be Commander Taggart for a second. Yeah. Not taking it seriously, not listening to the fact that they're explaining to him that they're Thermians <laughs> and that they're that their people are being oppressed and exterminated by a villain named Rothar Saris. Yes. And he meets Saris. He's very impressed with the surroundings of this quote-unquote set, and he meets Sarus and is impressed kind of like, wow. He's man, like, wow,
1: it looks, actually kind of looks kind of real.
0: Yeah, yeah saris is real right it's all real and jason not knowing just says you know what fire all we got
1: because he's he's recalling show knowledge yeah obviously to he's like okay well i guess what would commander taggart do yeah he thinks he's playing him up yeah
0: well he they do light saris up and they send jason home because jason's like all right that should do
1: it yeah if, if you guys need anything just give me a call Yes. He says unwittingly. Yeah,
0: they give him a communicator <laughs> and they send and this an is when Jason An interstellar vox. They send him in a in a through a, an interstellar vox. Is that what it was called? Oh, cool. And he actually is shot through space and he's conscious for all of it and that's when he realizes like wait a minute. Holy crap. I really was in space with aliens. It's all real. And that leads us up to today because the next thing he decides to do is to go seek out his his cast members, his you know, his castmates yeah. on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, again, we, we, we met all our characters. We met that dynamic of, of them being like these these or feeling yeah. like they're these has-been actors that are just over being known for again, uh, being part of what they see as like, you know.
1: They're either, they're, half of them are either not thinking they get the recognition they deserve right. or they're tired of the recognition of the show.
0: Yeah, they're, they're over it, yeah. But they are actually about to get propelled into a very important situation, purpose, a very important purpose. And that's where 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 it really starts to get good. So let's uh, pick up right where we left off. Jason gets back. He's dropped off at his house. He's completely like... Like stunned. Stunned. And when he snaps out of it, he goes to find his cast members.
1: Which I think is sweet. I think that, like you said, you know, yeah, he's arrogant. And he's got some issues, but he's been... He kind of was humbled... Had this experience. Yeah. And now he really just wants to go be with the people he loves the best. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of. So,
0: th- what I realized is that Jason, I think what it reveals is that Jason feels at this point in his life, his whole purpose is to be Commander Taggart. Yeah. So, he's had this experience that, that, where he realizes it validates like, that. It validates that. So, he is high on this. It's, it's still misguided. Yeah. But he's getting there.
1: Yeah, he's, he's making and, steps toward a normal mindset. But, he's, <laughs>
0: but he is not. Yeah. He's still kind of validating that, that flawed perception a little right,
1: bit. Right, right.
0: But it's true, though. He's not completely, you know. Uh, no, he's
1: not completely off the rails. He's
0: not completely morally bereft or anything. Because the first thing he does is he goes and finds his friends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's like, guys, it's real, right? Yeah. They're at the Tech Value Electronics Superstore. For its grand opening, it's like a Radio Shack
1: or like like Circuit City because it looked kind of big.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember Circuit Cities. I miss that. Those red, and you walked in and no, I'm I don't know why I'm here. Because yeah, it, because they'll are, they'll know. What they'll are we tell doing? You why they're well, just the times I remember going into Circuit City. I think I was maybe with my parents. I think I was with my uncle one time. And I yeah. was like, this stuff is all so expensive. Well, because it was
1: Circuit City versus Best Buy too. Right. My friends worked at Circuit City. It's like crazy that that was a job, and yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> you know,
0: yeah, and they're you know, and, and you still kind of see them. they're unmistakable. Oh when, yeah, when you see old Circuit City buildings, yes. Right. So. The cast is uh, except Jason. He was supposed to be there. They're like they they're don't... like. Of
1: course, he didn't show up. Because yeah, because it's not a big enough gig for him.
0: Right there's because there's only like twenty or twenty five people at this. Yes,
1: yeah, there's there's not many people that show up,
0: and they kind of have to give a little. They each have to give a little speaking role and play their role.
1: Yeah, she's because I remember I think when when the scene first cuts, it's like take it from me, we've been all over the galaxy and we've never seen value like we've right. seen here. Right, and then of course it's terrible. We go
0: to Alexander, and. He's already sick of his line. Yeah, he by looks gra- like he's dying yeah. the entire time. By Grabthar's hammer, you shall be avenged. So, what does he have to say? So,
1: like, he doesn't even say it. Like, someone has to hit him. like, do it. And he's yeah. like, by Grabthar's hammer, water savings. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, it kills him to say the real line. Now he's got to use it in this sellout, in this the, goofy, a worse way, a way yeah. worse way. Well, Jason shows up.
1: Looking, it, looking rough.
0: Looking rough. The event's over. Yeah, they're
1: back signing autographs, like kind of like where we left them.
0: And of course, Brandon is there. The kid that he dis- uh, Justin Long's character still in costume. I know that he berated after he had that moment with you know getting insulted. You know, yes, hearing those it hurts guys. my heart every time. Yeah, he really berated him publicly at the convention. You know, he runs into Brandon again, and he drops the communicator that Mathisar gave him, and he drops his communicator. But Brandon, because he's in costume, he's a super fan, he was at the tech value thing just to see his heroes, Aww. he drops a, a toy, like a toy communicator. Yeah. And they swap him on accident. Yes, so we Brand- don't
1: know that yet, but that is what happens.
0: I thought you kind of saw it.
1: I mean, if you're, look, if you're a moviegoer and you well, see this happen, you know, oh, that he for sure got
0: yeah, the wrong one. because they line. both dropped it and they both looked the same and they both picked him up and then uh, he, he, he makes his way over to- He
1: ignores him. Again. Well, yeah, he
0: ignores him again because he's just like still processing what happened. So he gets to his castmates. He approaches the gang, tries to tell them what just happened. And, <laughs> and of course, they don't believe him. Of course, they don't.
1: Yeah, because he like he like, shoes away the autograph sign. Yeah, he's like, nah, 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 nah. And then he says, Guys, I was there. I was up there. He's like, what was it? There were termites or Dalmatians.
0: Only Tim Allen can do that kind of stuff.
1: I love him so much. I mean, much.
0: just it's just the Tim Allen way of doing that. It's just he has a way of of being that, that kind that
1: of that fl- that flabbergasted like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but
0: acting like he's still kind of confident in what he's saying. <laughs> Home you know. improvement. Yeah, so yeah. So of course they're like you 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 stood us up. You know, right. we don't like you. And he pulls out the communicator and starts talking into it.
1: Yeah. Protector, this is the commander.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's just standing there and he's like, guys, guys, come on. Like,
0: So he's trying to, again, he's trying to call the protector, but the communicator's not working. Right. Because, and, we, and this is where I picked up, same. okay. They switched. They switched him when he ran into Brandon. Yeah, because
1: we know it was real. We know they gave him a real one.
0: But he doesn't really have to explain because here comes Mathisar. Right. They, they come right back. Yep. And they informs Jason that Saras lives you know the whole
1: and he's like commentating as as they're explaining the situation He's like guys guys Saras like yeah. as if they have any frame of understanding of what's going on well
0: again the problem is Saras lives because Jason actually had the protector fire, fire on just Sar- an unholy amount when of- when he thought it was a big you know joke when he thought it was just yeah. a gig you know Gwen rebukes Jason for manipulating his fans. She just thinks, right. you know.
1: Th- it's one thing to do it to us. Yeah,
0: but but you're making your fans think this stuff is real. Again, they're not, they don't know yet.
1: And it goes, Gwen, this isn't a fan. This is a termite. Oh, God. Like,
0: they- <laughs> so, so Gwen and the rest of the group, you know, Alex and all them, they go to the van, and the whole cast is in there. They're sitting there. And after a few seconds of being angry at Jason, they realize incorrectly yeah it's an incorrect realization but but it works but in there <laughs> but but they had this moment where they're like wait a minute maybe he was talking about doing a job so
1: yeah because because Alex was like he was drunk do you really honestly think he was talking about a job and they're like that'd be the only way yeah that'd be the only way right. that he would involve them
0: so it's a it's an incorrect realization that that makes them get out of the van and go okay because that this is all they do I guess yeah this is what they do yeah you know so they're like it's another job. Who cares that we don't like Jason? He's a, you know, he's being right. an idiot. So they go. We want a job. It, it's another job, even though we, you know, we don't right. like Jason. Right. Even though Jason's a jerk. Mm-hmm. It's work. So they go back into the store and they find Liliara, one of the Thermians. Yeah. And what was it? She tells them.
1: She said, um, the commander had me continue transmission or can, you know, continue the, uh, what is it? The pods. Yeah. In case you guys decide to come. And, she right. goes, and so she's requests them, and then, of course, in a jiffy, we find Guy is with us Who's in there, hit, well.
0: he's hitting on a girl, and then when he sees the cast walk by, he kind of just tags along. Yeah. He has no idea what he's, he's getting like, oh, into. Me too. Yeah, me too. Let me he go. just
1: joins this expedition.
0: And when she activates the pods... The like, guys? Right. And the next thing you know, they're on the ship. And just like Jason was, yep. you know, totally just... Taken aback, taken aback, and, and and stunned. They're all stunned. Mm-hmm. Even more stunned when in walks the Thermians <laughs> in their true form, <laughs> which are like these squid slash octopus things that, that they have. So, so they actually the Thermians don't look like these pale skinned.
1: No, that is their. I guess that that is their human interpretation.
0: Yeah, and they come in and they kind of start doing all these tests and poking them and prodding weird stuff, yeah. and then and then they suddenly switch to these human appearances and they said, "Oh, sorry, we don't, we didn't have our appearance generators on." Oh, totally freaked them out, you know, because
1: <laughs> they're already from you know they're, they're dealing with the shock of being shot through space,
0: and now they're and seeing now these, these crazy looking things
1: right. that are going to kill them. They probably they think.
0: So Jason comes in and he's like, "Great, you're here." Fred walks down and is like. Cool, let's go.
1: Yeah, he, he, he just comes out and he goes, that was a heck of a it's thing. It's like
0: it was normal for him. And again, that's the, that's never really answered why he kind of takes things in stride like that. I love that. it. Right. This is where we talk about how the Thermians react to, this is very important. Yes. How the Thermians react to the the cast of Galaxy Quest. Right. And this is the beginning, I think, of uh, of how it starts for, for, for uh, Gwen and the rest of the gang. Right. They are treated by the Thermians with the same amount of of ceremony and and respect. And, and respect that they treat Jason. Yeah. Cuz every single cast member Cuz Mathazar again, he's the leader of the Thermians and he he meets each one of them and him and this little entourage of Thermians, they say that they're what is it? The Dr. Lazarus. he like, uh he's
1: like Dr. Lazarus. Dr. Lazarus. Yeah, they all
0: <laughs> it's the same with Gwen and Young Lorraine medicine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're just and then of course they meet Guy and they don't know him. He's like I'm Guy. He's like Guy, they st- he still either way, gets a piece of the pie. Like still, it's, <laughs> they are so honored by their, they are so honored by their presence. Yeah, this is when the Thermians begin to explain how they've been inspired. This, this is, this is explaining it all right now.
1: Right, and they, and they're, they're like taken aback by these. Um, you know, they've never had responses like no, this. And so again- they're all like, what? And they're, they even kind of like. Yeah. okay with their it, role, it, they, finally. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're kind of like, oh, okay. The Thermians, again, begin to explain that they have been inspired by the lessons they've learned from the historical documents of Galaxy Quest. <laughs> oh, no. Historical documents. Not TV show. Not like, hey, you know, we love the show. It's, we have been inspired by the lessons we've learned from the historical documents. We can pick up from this that the Thermians their understanding of the Galaxy Quest show is that these are things that happened.
1: Right. Like this is this is like a history lesson.
0: They're receiving transmissions of this brave crew from
1: another world.
0: From another world that that fights for good and fights for justice in the galaxy and they're always they never give up and never surrender yeah. and they're always able to make it out of the most hopeless situations and and be together and be and be a team. They're not calling them by their cast by their real names. They're no. calling you know they're calling Gwen, you know, Lieutenant Madison. They're calling uh Alex Dr. Lazarus.
1: And I think Lazarus. here begins uh, a, another really really important theme of this movie. And once we, when we realize what the historical documents meant to them, I do think it speaks to, and we, and we, we do this so much on the show. It speaks to the power of what a television show can do and inspire because real feelings cast members are all so over what they've done, but unaware their performances have inspired an entire race of people to do better, try right. better. Just like so, it's 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 mm-hmm. kind of a neat commentary on the power of like yeah. really good television.
0: And I've seen a couple instances of that, and we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of my favorite things, and, and I watch these things, in, um, you know, occasionally on YouTube, I watch them again. Yeah. Just to like, you know, uh, you watch certain things to kind of lift your spirits. Yeah. And I've seen two where this has happened. Uh, one was uh, a Star Trek fan. Uh, went was at uh, some kind of Q&A or some kind of panel with Whoopi Goldberg. Right. And he explained how her character Guinan in Star Trek The Next Generation helped him cope with with his real-life situations. And it moved Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. To the point where she came down and hugged the guy, and it was just a beautiful moment. And and then I, I told you recently about yeah. one, about a gentleman that went to, uh, I think, Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to see jamie lee curtis and he got up there and he explained how her character in halloween the film her character laurie strode taught him how to be a, a person to stand up you know and, and and be strong when you're scared and he told this whole beautiful story and jamie lee curtis just came down and embraced him yeah and i just yeah it, you know you. this see, is
1: kind of one of those moments for them
0: yeah yeah it really is. And and the crew cannot help but be moved and and, and charmed by the Thermians their loyalty and devotion to them.
1: And they re- it's it's not it's it, they're not like blowing smoke, you know, they're like they really no, mean all of they this. They really revere them. It's really sweet. But so, it doesn't <laughs> the sweetness in the ceremony.
0: All right. Quickly the, moves on. The one that seems to be the uh, slowest one to, to to come around is Alex. Uh, Dr. Which Lazarus. Which makes sense. Yes. He is still like, oh, gosh, I'm sick of being Dr. You know, he's still right. just sick of being Dr. Lazarus. And, of course, the crew go- gets on the protector. They built, the Thermians built an actual protector. Yeah. Like a life-sized protector. It leaves the starport. The entire Thermian crew comes out and witnesses. For them, this is like a culturally defining moment. Like, yeah. W- our our race is in danger of extermination. And the people saving us are here in the flesh. Yeah. And we're going to watch them. You know they're gonna they're
1: gonna take us into this new era of our of our existence.
0: So everybody takes their places. The only one that's really confident is Nesmith, right? right. Because he really embraces the fact that he's Commander Taggart. So he's like, "Come on, guys, we can do this thing." Yeah. Laredo, Tommy (laughs) is sitting and
1: everyone's favorite. This is every like everyone's collective favorite scene.
0: Laredo is like, I don't know how to fly it. And, and, you know, he's flying a real spaceship. Right. Jason just says, they built the ship
1: just like the show,
0: based on your your movements in the show. Like, you you had this in you.
1: Right. He's like, come on, take her out.
0: Right. (sighs) So he takes her out. And and it
1: starts okay.
0: But his whole reaction when the ship kind of (laughs) like starts to move and how he he jumps and he's. (laughs) (laughs) So the ship starts to move. And then it starts to veer. I love
1: the point of view we get when we're looking out the window, and just slowly it just yeah. starts to veer over.
0: And uh, Tommy's face, this Daryl Mitchell's performance in this scene is one of the funny. Is it, <laughs> to me, it's 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 got to be the funniest part of the movie. It's so funny. Well, it starts to scrape alongside the the It's He's just like, and then when he finally makes it through, the, the thermians don't care. They're they're cheering. just so happy it happened. At, and and you could tell Tommy's like oh, like like yep yeah, mhm like yeah i did it yep but-
1: i think what's so sweet and also so potentially dangerous about the thormians is that everything that they do they trust there's a reason right so like they're like okay this must be just, this yeah, must be part of his must, process right <laughs> oh bless them
0: yeah so as the protector leaves to meet sarahs the thormians ask the crew about the omega 13 which was mentioned at the end of, of, of that um, two-parter that they were showing at the yes, convention. Yeah, and that, that was the well, last episode. The significance of the Omega 13 is that no one ever found out what it was because it was part of a cliffhanger and they canceled the show.
1: Right, they never they never wrote what it did.
0: Right. Saris uh, knows about it since he tortured and killed their former leader who mentioned it since it was on the show, but again, the leader their former leader of the Thermians that that Saris kills, he mentioned I guess while being tortured the Omega 13. Yeah. Which, again, they learned from the quote-unquote historical documents. Oh, bliss. The Thermians are counting on Jason and the crew to know about this. Yeah. But, again, they don't, really, because the historical documents are a TV show. The Omega-13 was part of a cliffhanger. Right. The crew attempts to leave when they find out graphic video of the Thermians' former commander being tortured and killed by Sarris. So they're like, nope, nope, mm -mm, we're good.
1: We're actors, not astronauts. (laughs) That's what Gwen says to him.
0: But Sarris interrupts their escape he arrives so that the crew goes right back up to the command deck and they you know they can't leave we now see saris has a metallic patch on his eye showing that he was apparently injured <laughs> when nesmith inadvertently again lit up the the, the his ship with a yep. protector Oh, lobster head and he demands the omega-13 so nesmith attempts to negotiate slash you know pull one over on saris he's unable to do that right partly you know.
1: because his crew do not understand how to run a spaceship right.
0: they don't know how to run the spaceship so he he gives the signal for uh uh gwen to turn the you know the well the,
1: in his mind he's telling her to cut the feed
0: right and he devises a plan right in front of saris so out and, loud enraged yes. and saris is enraged so he attacks the protector too yeah and Inflicts heavy damage. I mean, it, it's it's really bad now.
1: It, and and here's where we see kind of a parallel from the beginning that that fake episode. You know, I'm not fake, but you know, the last episode right. when they get attacked, they're oh no, like there's yeah. kind of. And here, like they're genuinely terrified. Yeah, they're, like, falling over stuff. And yeah, Laredo, I always think, yeah. oh wow, that's it's kind of cool because they're li- they're living what they've been acting. Right.
0: Laredo attempts to take the ship away. They go into warp speed. Of course, Saris goes after them. The crew attempts to escape, but they they end up overloading the ship's engines because they went too fast for too long. I yeah. guess I guess you know uh, you, you can only go at warp speed for so long. I, you know they end up flying through this magnetic minefield, <laughs> oh, which inflicts even heavier damage to yes. the protector and leaves it dead in space on the other side of the minefield. Saris stops short; he doesn't go in. So Saris, right. so it, had, it,
1: it it works. So but... you have this
0: massive minefield. Saris is on one side; the protector is is again dead in space on the other. So he decides just to wait it out. He's like, yeah, we'll just wait. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, there's no way they can escape, right? So we're in a bad spot because Fred, who is the chief engineer, he's just kind of like, uh, you know, he, he's he's learning. He's
1: down there with you know the Thermians, you know, just kind making of I guess stuff happen,
0: making stuff happen as it happens. He informs Jason and the crew that the major problem. Uh, is that the beryllium sphere, which is kind of like w- when I think of the beryllium sphere, I think of Star Trek: The Warp Core.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it's uh, so their beryllium sphere is damaged and needs replacement. So they have to they have to replace this this crucial part of the ship to get it back up and running. Right. So while they're working this out, the Thermians come in and they apologize for failing the crew. I
1: can't. It's so sad. So he said the fault must lie with us, with the ship.
0: Right. I know. And, and Jason. You know, he goes. It was it was our fault, okay? And yeah. Gwen and Alex actually try to explain to the Thermians like we are not who you think we right, are, right? And because they
1: they don't, you know, they, they're now concerned. They've met the Thermians and seen how sweet and genuine they are. They're like, well, crap. We don't want to get them in trouble, so I think I think Gwen and Alex are coming from a good place with wanting to right. But, but they, the problem they, they, is, they can't process and, and it.
0: the pro. Yeah, that's really the problem. Is that the Thermians have no idea? I guess in their culture of what like theater is. So right. they just don't it- well
1: and and technically art and theater it's it's it is born out of a civilization that is not trying to survive right and when you're a survivalist civilization art right. and things don't aren't part of in it in fact
0: they're laughing like are you telling me you guys are phonies like, like right
1: what? so they, the only thing that's close enough is lying yeah
0: and, uh, the only thing close enough to pretending to be someone else for a tv show is oh that's like lying Saras does that he pretends to do yeah, one thing and does. you
1: could never have traits in common with Saras
0: it's just
1: it's precious. really
0: yeah they're like kids i they're love like little kids them. yeah so The only way to fix the ship again is to get this beryllium sphere. Is
1: there a replacement beryllium sphere on board?
0: Yeah, this is where she's talking to the computer, right? Yeah. Well, Quan... Informs the crew, Fred informs the crew that uh, there is brillium available at a nearby planet, so they have to kind of do a Star Trek thing. They got to or, yep. or you know, or Galaxy Quest. They have to put an away team together. Yes, and they got to go on the surface. And before
1: th- we keep going, I feel like I, I've, every time we post about it, someone comments on this line, so we have to say it. Look, I have one jo- one job on this lousy ship. It's stupid, but I'm going to do it. Right.
0: She's the only one that talks to the computer. That's it. She and, just
1: repeats the pe- computer. But we had to pay homage to it because that is everybody's right. favorite quote.
0: So Jason has to get a group together to go down to the surface. And as they're preparing to go down, they're, they're, they get on a shuttle to prepare to go to this planet. And here's where we meet another Thermian that, we, that is very much close to our heart. His name is Quellick. Ugh. Quellick. He's played by actor Patrick Breen. Mm-hmm. Now, what makes Quellick special? Uh, what sets him apart from mm-hmm. the other Thermians is, is he has a very, very, very deep... Uh, Appreciate. admiration, yeah, admiration yeah. for Dr. Lazarus. Yes. Alex.
1: Yeah. He's, I think everybody, you know, has, th- has their, the one they feel connected to, but he is adopted like his mantras. Oh yeah. Everything. He is he, dedicated like his life. He's a student of Dr. Lazarus. So
0: while they're walking to the, uh, shuttle to get ready to go to this planet to get mm-hmm. the sphere, he's following Alex saying, you know, he's dedicated his life to the ways of the Mokhtar, much to Alex's annoyance.
1: Yes. And interestingly enough, uh, the actor Patrick Breen mm. he also played an alien in Men in Black. Oh, okay. So he, if, if you've seen Men in Black, yeah. he's the one whose his wife is having a baby in the car,
0: uh, and he's right. the baby squid.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, interestingly enough, he he he's found a '90s affinity for alien yeah. culture,
0: and he attempts to and, and in this scene he attempts to say the line by grab Thor's hammer, yeah. and and Alex dismisses him as like don't, like don't. Like, I'm, I'm serious. I know, don't. and I it's. Know. So um, anyway, the group goes to the surface of the planet where they are able to locate the beryllium. It's this big, goofy-looking rock, mm-hmm. and they're, you know they're trying to roll it to the to the shuttle. They meet these little alien. I, all I can refer to them as is alien monster babies,
1: and they are. That's that's all they are. Which
0: seem, <laughs> which seem cute at first, but as Guy predicts, they turn savage. This is important. Yeah. This is where we see that Guy is an asset to the group. He's the gr- been paying attention. Yeah, he's like guys. Things like this are not always what they seem they're usually not it's stuff like this that gets guys like me killed in the show
1: (laughs) i know because i died in episode 81
0: right guy (laughs) actually has an understanding of the perils of the journey yes so well
1: because obviously in the very beginning he's he's made a career for himself on the tail of the show because he was the announce he was announcing everything so like he 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 too is is a student of his show
0: right so the alien babies do attack, so Guy was right. <laughs> yes,
1: they're horrifying. They're
0: like these uh, cannibalistic, they even kill one of their own. Yeah, at, the you know, sick one. one. Yeah. The
1: little hurt one.
0: So uh, Jason, in the midst of this little alien baby attack, Jason stays on the surface you know, to, to allow the rest of the group yeah, to he escape. he devises
1: a plan. He actually acts right. as Commander Taggart.
0: Right. So in this moment, he acts as Commander Taggart. And he he pulls a sacrificial move. So another big step for Jason. Yeah. Alex doesn't get it yet. As they're flying off, Alan goes, oh, of course, you have to make it about you, you know. Yes. Alex is still being very selfish. Um, We think Jason is left a certain doom, but as the alien babies approach him and knock him unconscious, we think, oh, he's done. or 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 he's going to be in a very, very perilous position, at least. He wakes up face-to-face with this little pig monster. Yeah, they call it the pig lizard. The pig lizard. (laughs) This bipedal... It's awful. It's horrifying. It, it really is a gross thing.
1: Like, who in who, what lab thought that yeah, up? Yeah, and the, the alien show.
0: babies have, have retreated to this outer perimeter, and they're watching. It's, it's, like it's kind of like, like a Roman... Uh, Coliseum, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a gladiator battle. Exactly. The crew back on the protector tries to save Jason by beaming him back on the ship, and the man for the job is Tech Sergeant Chen. That's oh Fred. Here we go. Who does this on the show. Again, everything designed on the protector is based on watching what, their watching motions. their mo- motions mm-hmm. on the show. He tries first on the pig lizard. He does a test and it t- he brings the pig <laughs> lizard back on the ship. It's inside out.
1: And wor- it's so much worse.
0: To make things worse, this giant rock monster shows up.
1: Yeah, they translate what the little babies are saying. Which is
0: rock, yeah, right? Yeah, rock. Rock. It's this giant. It's a giant thing uh, like it's shaped kind of humanoid, but it's made out of a bunch of different rocks like yeah. stuck together. And it attacks Jason. You know, Fred cannot handle the stress he wants to give up. Jason's getting thrown around. And again, mm-hmm. another big step for Jason. Yeah, he pep talks Fred. He gets on there and says, "You're the only person who can do this, Fred. Do it. Yeah. And Jason is able to succeed. Fred musters enough courage to try one more time. and they and he doesn't and they save him
1: and we're, yeah, like like you said, we're seeing them. The roles that they played in the show are are much more part of them than I think they realize.
0: Right. Yes. Like Je- it.
1: it's not just that he played a leader; he is one. Right. It's not that Tech Sergeant Chin, you know, was just Tech Sergeant Chin. He's genuinely good at understanding the mechanics of this ship and yeah. how it's working.
0: Right. And
1: they're falling into the roles naturally.
0: Right. And the group, as much as they act like they don't like each other, on the show mm-hmm. they're friends. In real life, we realize they care about each other. When Jason is saved, they all embrace. And even yes. even uh, Alex kind of shoots a smile he at Jason. to get like, your shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> a sobering moment for the gang. As from this point forward, they actually, from this point forward, they join the Thermians as their crew and leaders. Yeah. And kind of like make their fate. Theirs. They're like, yeah. okay, we're gonna finish this out with. And you
1: guys. we're seeing each individual person come into uh ownership of their role one by one. Obviously, right. it began with Jason.
0: So obviously, Jason was the first one to really embrace him. His yeah, role.
1: Jason was first. Madison pretty much fell in line with repeating the computer. Yeah, um, Fred. Fred with, with next with the you know beaming up of right different people, right. Um, yeah and and we're we're and so, guy his guy's been there all along.
0: Right. Guy <laughs> coming in and saying guys like we have got to be careful. We yes. have to be careful. We can't just trust everything we see. Nothing is as it seems when we go on these planets. So right. so he's working as a, a as a very important um asset to the group as someone who says, you know, hey, this is really perilous. We don't want to lose any people. Right. Even though his his he expresses expresses it often in in fear, but yeah.
1: Because on his way to the planet, he was having an absolute panic attack. Do I? Right.
0: But we do Yeah. But for now we have Victor. We have the sphere.
1: We did good this time.
0: Their celebration, they embrace, and the celebration's interrupted. Saris walks in with his troops. He has boarded the ship while they were gone. Yep. Because without you know the crew are down on the planet, mm-hmm. the people left were the Thermians. Right. And and they're still,
1: you know. They are so childlike. They're not, they're right. not um, right. offensive. Right. You know, they, they're just, they're kind of just trying to make it.
0: So the crew's taken to the command deck, and this is where we see that Mathazar has been um, bound, you know, tied up, and it, and it appears that he's been, been beaten. Yeah, poor thing. Even in his precarious position... Oh, I feel a little like emotional I know. right
1: now. Uh, he's so sweet. I think this is the
0: first time this has ever happened. Actually, on the show, oh, no. like I'm getting a little welled up.
1: Oh, no. It's
0: because he was tied up and in, he was in such a and and he was in such a, a vulnerable place. But when and and the crew gets brought in and they're in the custody of Saris, but when he sees them. He's so happy to see Jason and the crew, and he has and so
1: much confidence in them. He
0: thinks that somehow everything's going to be okay, and he even tells Sarahs like, you know, he says something to him like, you know, you're like prepared to face justice. Yes, I think he actually says, "Prepared."
1: You will face justice, yeah. Sarahs. Yeah, it's like a, it's like, oh, my, it's like gosh. our son. Like, like that's what our mm. kid would do if they saw mom and dad. Well, they're going to fix it, even, even if, the, if, even, even if, if we, we can't. Were, right. Oh, oh, Lord. god, it's too much. <laughs> my little Mathazar.
0: Uh, Jason does attempt to stand up for Mathazar. Uh, of course, he, they, like, he... tases him or whatever. Yeah, you know, but, but Sarah's questions him again about the Omega-13. Again, he doesn't know. He has no knowledge of it.
1: Yeah, and every time he, you know, so, asks him, he hurts Mathisar. But
0: every time the Omega-13 is brought up, here's the problem. The Omega-13 is the catalyst for... The Omega-13 is is, is important because anytime it's brought up, it, it because the crew doesn't know about it, Right, it brings them dangerously close to this... Truth the of truth. the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is the reason we don't know about the Mega 13 is because it was a TV show. Yeah,
1: this isn't historical. This is fiction. A TV show. Yeah.
0: Saris begins torturing Mathazar in front of Jason and the crew. And it's really bad. Yeah. And then he turns his aggression to Gwen, which remember, there's kind of this, you know.
1: Yeah, Jason and Gwen, they, they say there weren't a thing. But there appears but to a be thing. a
0: thing. He finally breaks. Jason does, and admits that the crew is not who everyone thinks they are.
1: Jason, I'm not a commander. That's what. That's what stops Saris.
0: And Jason has Gwen show the historical documents of the Galaxy Quest missions, and Saris.
1: It's the credits. That's what does.
0: Saris, who's very cunning and very smart and very sharp, watches just a few seconds of the show,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and starts to laugh. And again, oh god, here we go. <laughs> uh, Mathazar is watching them too. While he's watching, Saris watch them, and he is smiling with the historical documents on. It's terrible. God. He just is like, "Yes, like, yeah, this, my people." Even though it's all hopeless, this is this is. He's holding on to this hope. It represents hope for them.
1: Oh my god.
0: Saris sees the ruse. He sees it, mm-hmm. and he turns to Jason and basically says, "Explain to him." How you would a child mm. because Mathazar doesn't get it. Because he tries to
1: say, We pretended. And we, he doesn't get and it. And he doesn't understand that. And then he, kno- he, and he knows how to we'll make it work. Sarah says, As
0: you would a child. And, um, which gives us some insight on the Thermians. Yeah. Uh, very trusting, loyal, devoted, benevolent. And they're like children. Mathazar is listening. And Jason basically says, I'm not really, uh, Commander Taggart. I'm Jason Nesmith. Uh, we pretend. Um, the ship is a model.
1: He said we pretended, and then he still and he goes, we lied.
0: Yeah, and uh and that Ma- Mathazar is broken by this news. He's just he reacts. He doesn't even say anything. He just makes these this really sad noise. Uh, yeah, Ale-
1: and then but he does. I, I know me and my cousins. When we would watch it. Yeah, it's would, awful. Just,
0: but why? Uh, but why? Like, right. No, no. And and Jason actually says it's hard to explain. And it, when he says that, when he says it's hard to explain, I feel like. He's like saying, I felt like that was his, there's no way for him to explain, I think, all his personal issues back on Earth. And all the yeah. cast personal issues, it's complicated. Like, they felt like they were nobodies, and they had a chance to maybe be somebody, and they were...
1: Yeah, well, and how do you under how do you explain something like a TV show or theater to someone who doesn't understand right, but art also, for entertainment value? But
0: also, how do you explain, well, um, I've devoted my whole life to... Um, you know, thinking I was just this this superhero, this cool guy, and and, and lived off that image, and I didn't want to lose that. Yeah. Selfishly. Jason, right. selfishly, because his motivation of going back and grabbing the cast was like, hey, come on, aren't you sick of Earth? Look, everybody thinks we're cool here.
1: Right, yeah. It was a totally different motivation than he has now. And
0: Jason actually...
1: He's actually... A, he, he is a commander now.
0: This... Like, yeah, he, what he's doing yeah. there being
1: so brave and selfless, mm-hmm. like, he's actually the, being Commander tag right. now.
0: The other moments were important yeah. steps, but this is actually the defining moment. He looks at Mathazar and says, I'm so sorry. And he realize, realizes the weight of everything that's happened before mm-hmm. leading up to this point. Uh, Alex, Gwen, and the rest of the crew are really, yeah, it shows them, and they're saddened to see Math- Mathazar process this. Yeah. Saris love him. He's precious. Saris then orders, you know, he has the upper hand. He orders the protector destroyed and everyone killed with Jason, the crew, and the rest of the Thermians. Mm. But remember what you said earlier, Brooke, is that uh, Jason actually realizes, and the crew have realized through real situations like, you know, back on that planet, that that they they actually are, they actually do carry these traits within them, uh, heroic traits. So Jason, in a last-ditch move... Uh, while he's in custody, they're preparing. They're preparing to send them out through an airlock, like send them out into space. Into space, space, yeah. Into space. Yeah. Sarah leaves, and Jason starts a fake fight with Alice. uh, Alex. (laughs) He starts a fake fight with Alex. He brings up episode seventeen, I guess, kind of like like to jog his memory to to get him to play along. I
1: know. I love when Alan Rickman realizes. Oh, right. Yeah, Yeah. Whoa. So
0: so yeah, they <laughs> attack each other and then the diversion works. They overpower sarus's troops, throw them into the airlock themselves, yes. where they are sucked out into space. But there's another problem: the Thermian crew. Saris did uh, you know took the took the Galaxy Quest crew the right. you know, uh, the the cast uh, to the airlock. He trapped the Thermian crew in a room to uh, suffocate to suck the air out.
1: Oh.
0: This is when Jason takes command. Here we go. Uh, the
1: crew's back together, right?
0: And and again, uh, Sarah st- uh, start. Uh, he said, "Destroy the ship and kill everybody." So the self destruct mechanism has been started. The right. So they
1: had they're they're literally the the clock's running out.
0: Right. Jason takes Gwen into the interior of the ship. Uh, so that's they're gonna they're gonna shut down the yeah. self destruct. He has Fred, Guy, and Liliari. Uh, to find a way to stop the air from getting sucked out of the room that thermians are in. So Fred, Guy, and Liliari. Um, has to to go to engineering or you know, some, some other part of the ship. Right. To try. Alex is assigned to try and pry the door open and, and get them out in case Fred's group fails. Yeah. So this is a good plan. Tommy Laredo yes. is assigned to watch old episodes of the show and practice flying the ship for when it's ready. Right. So Jason has given everyone commands. And
1: no and, and everyone is like, okay. Okay.
0: Here we go. They're They are now the crew. As they head to the core of the ship, Gwen reminds Jason that neither of them really know how to work the ship or shut it down, but Jason knows someone who does.
1: And here comes everyone's favorite Trekkie nerd guy,
0: Brandon, who accidentally has a real communicator.
1: This is such a great moment.
0: (laughs) Brandon's at his house putting a model of the protector together. Of course he, he is. When he's contacted by Jason, Brandon is still hurt over the exchange. And well, sh- over the two exchanges because
1: yeah. seemingly yeah, yeah. he ignored him because his friend said, oh, he did it again, and he was hurt again. Yeah. Um, obviously, the second time it was not intentional. Yeah. But,
0: but he tries to explain, like, look, I know it's just a show. And, you know, Jason's like, it's real. And he's like, I knew it. You know,
1: oh, my <laughs> God, I knew it. Yeah.
0: So he's like, so he's on board, him and I his see. buddies. <laughs> him and his buddies are on board to help guide he calls his buddies who have like model uh, like blueprints of the ship's inner work. Yeah,
1: they're all on their little like, and, the, and this is like such a, a like a, a moment of the '90s too. Like they're all on their their desktop computers. Oh yeah, and they, they've you know they've got their headsets right. and, and they're, they're like, got, hey, like, like yeah. no time for pleasantries, guys. We have a we have a you know big situation yeah. here. So they they're and they gui- on the ready. They're
0: guiding Jason and Gwen into the um the, the, the reactor of the ship, like the you know the core. Yeah. So meanwhile. Alex is sneaking through the ship to try to pry that door open, and he runs into his loyal (laughs) follower, Quellick.
1: Because Quellick, he runs into him in his true form. Yes. And And then he hops down. Alex, like, acts like he's going to karate chop him or something. So
0: they go on together. So we have Alex and Quellick, you know, going to try to pry the door open. So, you know, and also, of course, you have Fred and his group again. Yeah. They're trying to find a way to kind of shut this whole thing down uh, as well from their part to try to save the Thermians. As Brad, as Brandon is leading Jason and going into the ship, they find the Omega Thirteen. As it turns out, what the Omega Thirteen is, it's on the ship. Right. Yes. Brandon's knowledge and, and interpretation of the show actually turns out to kind of save everybody. Brandon, yeah, he has the whole a fan crew. theory. He has that, a fan um, theory, which, which again, is bringing in culture is 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 fan theory. Yes. And they bring that into the the, the film. Brandon says his fan theory is that the omega thirteen turns back time thirteen seconds, right? And, and for some
1: reason that we don't know, yeah, right. I'm not smart enough to understand what he probably right. would understand.
0: <laughs> but then some of Saris's men show up. They give chase to uh, Jason and Gwen while they're trying to get to the core. Fred's group, uh, Fred guy and Lily are they cannot shut the valve off to give to give the Thermians air since uh, some of Saris's troops are guarding it. So in a moment of heroism, here we go. Yep. Everybody's stepping up. Guy prepares to sacrifice himself, but Fred stops him. He's like, no, I got an idea. Yeah. You know, he's got an idea. And, and we're going to see and, what And
1: Fred is. uses his expertise to make it happen. E-
0: yeah, to make it happen. Remember, he, he's learned how to beam things yes. onto the ship through, like, digitizing it or something. Yeah. He digitizes that giant rock monster. Well,
1: while the guys are, like, playing cards and crap. Yeah, like-
0: <laughs> and completely wipes them out. And knocks the and 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 the rock monster basically blasts a big hole into a part of the ship and yep. sucks all of them out. Right,
1: um, and the, he just floats through space because he's a rocky fine. Yeah,
0: him and the uh, <laughs> the the, the Saris's, Saris's dudes yeah. that were, you know, that allows you know them to get to where they need to go to 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 give the Thermians air. Fred and Liliara share a kiss before shutting the vent slash valve thing yes. off for storing air.
1: And Lilya slowly becomes her true form, which is disturbing as Guy says, Oh, that's not right.
0: Right. So the Thermians are saved. Alex and um Quellick are able to get the door open. By as using well.
1: the Mokhtar chant of yeah, strength.
0: Right. <laughs> so they get in again another short lived celebration when one of Saris's troops walks up and shoots Quelleck fatally.
1: It's awful. I I'm shot.
0: Yep, he just says I'm shot and he falls. And
1: this is actually the first moment yeah. that Alex genuinely is Embraces. like, I am, I, this is who I am. This
0: is who I am. So Alex goes over to Quellick, you know, gets down. You know, he's holding g- him. Kneels, he's holding him, yeah. And again, here we go with the heartfelt <sighs> stuff. Geez. Quellick dying is able to share with Alex that he always saw Dr. Lazarus as a father. Oh, Lord. While the funniest part of the movie is Tommy crashing into the side of the... right. The most heartfelt moment uh, is when uh, Quellic professes uh, that not only does he admire Dr. Lazarus, but he, or, or look to him as a father, even though he never met him. And of course, Dr. Lazarus, or Alex, mm-hmm, yeah. you know, he looks at Quellic and he says, "Quellic," and what does he say? Says,
1: says, uh, by Grabbar's hammer, by the sons of Warvan, you shall be avenged.
0: Yeah. And that, that said so much. And Quellic of And smiled before he, he, before and, he went. He smiles and then he dies. I felt like in that moment, Dr. Lazarus, you know, Alex, was was telling Kowalik, like, you were one of us. You were one of yeah. me, you know?
1: I also think what's important about that moment is Alex, for the first time, finally realizes that him saying that line is not about him, and it's about what it meant to others. It's about what it meant to so others. So right? when, he, when he said it, he meant it because he wasn't thinking of it being linked to his typecasting as an alien. He right. was thinking about it as look at what this character has done for another human.
0: Yeah. And and, and to see... He, he finally you
1: know, got out of himself right. and was able to see it better.
0: And to see this look of joy come on Quelluk's face before he dies, Alec, uh, Alec stands up and unarmed attacks Quelluk's killer. And next thing you know, him and the rest of the Thermians all just charge Ceres' yeah. guys. Yeah, because
1: they're gonna follow suit. They are loyal. They if they see so one of the crew doing it, they're gonna they're gonna do it.
0: Right. So meanwhile, Jason and Gwen are able to successfully make it to the reactor and shut it down with 20 seconds to spare, Ooh. but the but the countdown keeps going all the way down to one. And in that 20 <laughs> seconds in that die. nineteen seconds they think they're gonna die and Jason nearly professes love to Gwen. And the countdown stops at one because Again, the ship's designed based off the show.
1: And it's, yeah, we all know TV shows always always, are like, oh no. They stop at one. Yes.
0: It's basically every show. With the reactor shut down and the Thermians saved, the crew head back to the command deck. Uh, Sarah's plan is foiled, and he now commands his crew to destroy the Protector, you know, with with their missiles with his ship. And of course, here comes Tommy. He now knows how to fly this thing. Pedal to the metal. Just in time. Pedal to the metal. Right. Uh, Jason and Gwen find that Alex and the Thermians have dispatched all of sarus's men, truly avenging Quellic. Oh! Jason commands Tommy to take the protector into the minefield, and of course they're magnetic, so they're able to slingshot yeah. the mines into Cerus's ship and destroys it. It's pretty quick. Yeah. But this,
1: uh, this actually reminds me of uh, asteroid field. Right. This particular scene, yeah. it always kind of reminded me of Star Wars. But what it's like happens? Like a hot second
0: as the as Saris's ship is blowing up we see Saris run to a command like a like a console yeah. and start hitting buttons so we don't see Saris die which is a little troubling
1: yes because we're going to see him die if he dies
0: yeah the crew celebrates mathazar arrives <laughs> and he praises jason and the crew and crediting him with what
1: he said, like, like a very clever deception indeed. Like, the, the ship. ship was a model. Yeah. As big as this. Like, a very clever deception so,
0: indeed. Whether he believed Jason earlier or not in that moment, he holds true to his belief that the TV show... Yes. Oh, it's still historical his, documents. historical documents.
1: But, but in a way, though, he gave Mathazar another tool in his belt because he was like, okay, yeah, it was a lie, but now I see why right. you did it. And it was for good, ultimately, so maybe they'll get a little smarter.
0: Mathazar is overjoyed, but then saddened when Jason sets a course for Earth to return home. He uh, Mathazar was hoping that Jason Did and the stay. crew would stay. However, oh. Jason reminds Mathazar that from the beginning, he's always actually been the commander, and that's true. And, he, and the, then
1: he salutes him, and like, he
0: salutes Mathazar,
1: and then everyone else the, does.
0: Who is the bravest person in Galaxy Quest? It's certainly uh, by a mile, Mathazar. Ma-
1: oh, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Uh, they go. Uh, through the black hole and return to Earth. Fred walks in.
1: Yeah, he comes up from that little elevator thing. Yeah,
0: you're thinking, okay, Fred's back.
1: And he just smiles.
0: Smiles and inexplicably shoots Jason. Yeah. And re- reveals himself to be Saris. He had one of those appearance yeah. generators.
1: Yeah, he throws it down on the ground. It was what, what the Thermians used.
0: And Jason is wounded and watches as Sarus systematically kills everyone on the command deck. And we're all like, what? Excuse me? It is then that Jason remembers the Omega 13. And what? And uh, why would um, we need 13 seconds? This is why. (laughs) He has Mathazar activated. Uh, It takes him back 13 seconds. Well, and something
1: that he said to Brandon when Brandon first introduced the theory on the ship, he said it's enough to correct a single mistake.
0: A single mistake, right.
1: And ultimately, what was his mistake? He thought Fred was Fred. And now he knows he's not.
0: So. So, Mathazar has activated the Omega-13, and when they go back in time, uh, it, it all happens the same way again, except when Fred comes in, uh, or, or Saris, slash Saris. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jason attacks him. Yeah, it, And, and it looks like he's attacking Fred. They're like,
1: stop! <laughs> right,
0: so they restrain Jason, and then, of course...
1: And it goes, it's not Fred, it's not Fred.
0: Saris reveals himself. And Mathazar attacks him, like d- like beats the crap out of him, yes. and says, "Never give up, never." surrender. And he says
1: it so sweet, "Never give up, never surrender." Right. Like I did a thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> with the ship hurtling towards Earth, the, pro- the protector has to jettison the command deck so they can return safely. So the plan is they'll drop the crew off on on Earth uh, through the through the command deck, mm-hmm. and then the protector would keep going with the Thermians. Uh, the Galaxy Quest crew must say farewell to their friends as fred returns to the command deck the real fred okay. liliara decides to return to earth with him she kind of has this moment yeah, with Yeah they mathazar. they're
1: they're running through they hold hands yeah. and uh mathazar just makes this little like kind of gives them like, his okay, blessing cool. yeah with brand yeah
0: with brandon and his friends help they crash land into day 3 of the galaxy quest convention literally and it looks like it's all part of the deal yes they crash into the now, building now brandon
1: they they've kind of had them on the line i think right yeah this whole time Brandon, so they are like yeah, oh god oh god was
0: kind of guiding them in as the crew stumbles out of the ship the crowd goes wild and saris comes to that's right because uh are, <laughs> yeah he just won't go away he walks out jason sees him and is able to quickly kill him with his blaster in
1: front of everyone
0: again this is in front of everyone they crashed into the building the crowd thinks it's all part of the show out. they go nuts the entire crew is celebrated because this
1: time. the guy's like uh uh, Jason Nesmith no, like, Jason brings yeah. the
0: whole crew up.
1: They start announcing them as they get out and yeah. they're like, "What?" Right? Like everyone's like, "What?" cuz they've been living it. Right. Like they're not even thinking about the show anymore, which which is the switch. That's yes. the switch. It's not the show anymore.
0: And they all bow together. Jason's yeah. like, "Come on, guys." And they're all like, "Really?" So cuz they're you, changed. Right. And of course, we I think we get a brief shot of Mathazar. Commanding the crew. Yes, on,
1: Teb, on. Yeah,
0: letting you know that the Thermians are going to continue and um, whatever perils they'll face, I think we have the feeling that they're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, Because, you know...
1: They've experienced the worst and... Saw the ingenuity it took to live through it, so...
0: And learn that, you know, it was not only the Galaxy Quest crew that got them through it, they got through it as well. They yeah. fought as well. The final moments of the film give us the opening credits to Galaxy Quest. The Journey Continues. The reboot. As the show has been given a <laughs> revival. And we see our beloved crew with Guy being given a role as a cast regular, Security Chief, Rock Ingersoll. Rock. Yeah, Rock Ingersoll. <laughs> and uh, we also see Lily Aura's in the cast. And, uh, yeah the, and
1: she is Jane Doe. yeah
0: and the show <laughs> essentially ends the, the way it began with the show except of course it's a revival and and all is well. I and know. so ends Galaxy Quest.
1: It's so I want it to be a real
0: show. I would have loved to have seen a sequel. I think they could have done one of course. I, n- n- now it's it's impossible without Alan Rickman I, I just, Oh no forget it, it. it. it's one of those films that it really everybody is an integral. Yeah, ingredient, integral part.
1: Um, There's one thing I'd like to point out too. J.D. um, again, tweeted the other day. Yes, our good buddy. He this and this this is something I'd be so here for. He said he was watching Scooby-Doo and they mentioned. So I forget the circumstances, but they were watching an episode of Galaxy
0: Quest on the show. Oh, wow. And
1: I was like, hold on a minute. Well, you know, like I would so be here for that crossover.
0: Well, you know, that's the thing to do now. Yeah. Is to cross over and... and so that was and, a really cr- cool yeah, easter egg that Create you these universes. Oh, I would love that too. Wow. That'd I know. I well, just had to bring that up. Yeah. Um, it has been quite the journey with Galaxy Quest. Do uh, you have w- any
1: takeaways that you want to... That we haven't already I
0: expressed? I think that... I, I guess, you know, to try to, to try to verbalize it, you never really know what you mean to people.
1: Exactly. I really think that's kind of the heart of it.
0: You never really know what... You know, the things that you do in your life that might seem so menial yeah. or so, you know, repetitive or rote, you know, and you're like, golly, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. You never know when there's a Mathazar watching you. Yeah, I'm really not trying to be dramatic. You just never know when there's a Mathazar or a Quellic that's watching you and, and and you're you're inspiring them. Yeah.
1: And, and uh, yeah, I guess I think, and, and even to, to make it even more accessible, like, they're playing a role. Right. But the roles that we all play... You know, something they really someone. mean something to someone. And sometimes and, and sometimes we're lucky enough to actually get to see right. what that role means in someone's life. So right. always be looking out for that.
0: Well, uh, yeah. And that's that's a beautiful message. And, and this is just a, a darn good movie. You know, I can't believe I got a little emotional over Mathis. I
1: can because that, it's emotional. That
0: that that is a moment to count like you know the times that we've gotten uh, i was really getting the feels yes all right well let's wrap it up guys if you've been with us this past hour or so thank you for your time we hope you've enjoyed galaxy quest we look forward to being back next week uh we got some exciting stuff coming up Mm -hmm. we've been talking about it so we really look forward to um to sharing that with you so hit us up on instagram social media at the tape store yes also if you like what you hear give us a rating yes you know to see what you enjoy yeah, and just, you know, it means a lot. And again, we just, we're just we so happy to have you here with us, uh, reliving the 80s and 90s. So, if there's nothing else, let's yep. close the doors. All righty. We'll see you all next week. Until then, this is Toby. And this is Brooke. Bye, guys. Bye. Never give up.
1: Never surrender.